it belongs on a podcast. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Real Bad Takes. I'm Peter. Is with me always, or Dave and Andrew. Yo. Hello. And that was a quote from the Indiana Jones franchise, which is going to be the topic of this today's discussion. We've got a special guest, Sarah. What's up? And uh, we're really excited to talk about this. We care a lot about this franchise. And here it all is coming up next. Well, in that case, what are we drinking? Same for the goddaughter. Dad told me you found something on a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? Don't move. We need to get out of here. Stop! Sorry. Helena! Dr. Jones, get him. Hitler made mistakes, and with this, I will correct them all. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. It's called capitalism. This way! Fasten your seatbelt. There might be some turbulence. You've taken your chances, made your mistakes, and now a final triumph. Indiana Jones. A few times in my life I've seen things. I've been tortured with voodoo. Been shot nine times, including once by your father. Ah, sorry. But I've been looking for this all my life. So, the Indiana Jones franchise is something that, obviously, we all have a special relationship to. Uh, this the, the newest movie just came out about a couple of weeks ago. We all saw it opening weekend. We all saw it together, correct, actually. Mm-hmm. Dave and I actually wanted to see it a little bit behind the curtain. Dave and I wanted to see it immediately on opening night. We mm-hmm. talked about watching it. And uh, Andrew and our special guest, Sarah, again, had the audacity to be out of town uh, yeah. while we were... Another nerve, well, when right? It, yeah, yeah, just at the beach... Still incredibly tan, by the way. You guys are just super thank dark. You. Thank you. Uh, and you were like begging us to. to you, Andrew was like, "Please, for all that is holy." I think it was a direct quote. "Please, for all that direct, is holy." Do not watch Indiana Jones without me. Yeah. Uh, that made me want to watch it. It really did, actually. It really made us. We had to be really. It's like fine. Okay. Well, we won't watch it. Well, but thanks. we were definitely thinking about it. And uh, so, but we obviously, you know. I think a lot of us, I think at least I and Dave did, we rewatched a lot of the original Indiana Jones to kind of prepare for it. And so we're going to spend just kind of an outline of what, how this podcast is going to go. We're just going to spend the first half talking about Dial of Destiny. We will, we will be spoiling it. It's been out for about a week or so. So we will be talking about certain aspects of the kind of the plot, including kind of the ending, how we feel it wraps up the franchise, all that. And then we'll take a break and then we will come back and talk about... Uh, we. We aren't going to rank necessarily the indie movies, but I think our what movies we like or maybe dislike will definitely come out in this in this segment. What we'll mostly be talking about is some of our favorite or top three scenes each from the Indiana Jones franchise. Ones that obviously there are so many, it's hard to pick three, but we will do our best to kind of 
discuss them, talk about what we like about them, and then also kind of discuss the franchise in general. Uh, but before we even jump into the, the new movie, I'd like to give each one of us, I think especially Andrew, as a you were the one that was the biggest fan of this movie. You were or this biggest kind of looking forward to this movie. That's this true. is the movie that you were super amped about. You've talked about it in about 15 of our podcasts yeah. about how excited you were. Yeah. Um, give some of your kind of background behind your love for this franchise, where it comes from. Was this a part of your childhood? You know, all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, contrary to popular opinion on the podcast. I uh, never said it on the podcast, so okay, it doesn't well, exist. With the podcast hosts then. Uh, uh, I grew up watching this these first three a lot. So my grandpa had two uh, little cassette tapes, or I guess DVD cases, with uh, the original trilogy of Star Wars, and then Indiana Jones 1, 2, and 3, and then a disc of, like, The, bonus uh, the other original trilogy. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then, like, there was a fourth disc of bonus material and stuff like that. It was pretty sick. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I grew up watching these three movies. Um, saw Temple kind of later on in, I think, high school. You know, that was... That happened, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the first three, particularly one and three, are just great. Um, yeah, I love these movies a lot. And then going into this movie, especially when it had come out at Cannes and all this different stuff, I was seeing a lot of, which I don't think that was really the best kind of way to go about no. this movie at all. But when it came out at Cannes and then opening weekend, the first week it was out, I was looking at the reviews and like getting kind of worried because people were really kind of trashing this movie pretty hard. But I think it was undeserved. I, I really, really liked this movie. So, sir, would was your is your uh, experience with this franchise similar kind of exp original exposure and kind of what kind of created your love for it? Yeah, I'm almost exactly the same. I mean, we used Whoa. to watch a lot of them together at Whoa. my grandparents' wow. house. Uh, same grandparents? Same grandparents. Wow, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good um, to know. <laughs> yeah, but one and three are the favorites. Rewatch them a million times. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did you also watch two later? Yeah, yeah, I did. I don't like it as much, but mm -hmm. it is a classic. You've seen Crystal Skull, right? Yeah, I watched it with you like last year. Okay, okay. Just wow, it's out. a little late to. And you just it came out a while ago, and you only watched it last year. Hmm. No, we just that was the most recent time. Oh, okay. We watched it closer when it came out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dave. Yeah, well, I mean, I watched this yeah. with my parents. Yeah. Um, at a young age. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have like a very oh my goodness this is the best movie ever. Yeah. Look on these movies, uh, because it's I uh, other than watching them once and uh, when I was a kid, never really watched them again. Um, I yeah. Wow. Um, but then uh, when I rewatched it uh, the past week, it was actually um, I was like oh my goodness this is terrific. Uh, I mean you guys might dis disagree with me, but I think there's not a bad movie. Um, and, uh, definitely disagree. I do disagree. definitely four. disagree. Um, I love all of them, not equally. Mm -hmm. Like there's definite drops um, from movie to movie, but mm -hmm. overall, I think all four were very entertaining, very, um, yeah, very like adventurous, awesome. It like kept my attention throughout uh, the whole movie. Um, and when I heard James Mangold was directing, it did kind of get me scared because I was like. The fourth one was is not the best. Like it's 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 definitely has flaws. But for me, because of how Spielberg shoots and kind of um, uh, yeah shoots the movie, it was very captivating. But I was like, ooh, maybe not with Mangold. But it was yeah. So my 
experience is very actually very similar to to Andrew and Sarah's is that I watched I grew up watching and rewatching uh, Raiders and then Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. Those are the movies I watched over and over and over again. Especially Last Crusade, that was something that was in my house a lot. It was on TNT all the time. So we definitely and if we had a choice in my house to watch either Raiders or Last Crusade. It was almost always Last Crusade. I actually did not watch Temple of Doom until like a couple weeks ago. I was oh, told, wow. yeah, it was just, my, my mom was always like, that's gross. We don't like, you know, it's not a good one. And so I was like, sure, I will, you know, avoid it and don't watch it. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, this is, and I really was just not, not a fan. So I didn't really grow up watching Temple of Doom. It was only just basically Raiders and then Last Crusade. And uh, I, I actually saw Crystal Skull before I saw. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So I saw, I saw last, I saw Crystal Skull. Uh, really did not did not like that one either. I think Crystal Skull to me is in the same vein as Toy Story Four and Star Wars and the Last Jedi movies that are really bad and I wish they didn't exist. Uh, and so then I was kind of similar to Dave when uh, they announced that they were making a fifth in Indiana Jones. I was deeply concerned because I was just like, why are we doing this again? Why are we doing another one of these movies when right. like one and three are amazing? And two and four are really bad. Why are we making? Why are we going back to the well again? Any, uh, Harrison Ford is like eighty. Is this really a good idea to just ruin? Are we, I'm just afraid that we're just going to ruin the franchise even more. Uh, and now we can kind of transition to our thoughts about this newest movie. Those my initial fears and qualms about this movie were, I think, for the most part, put to bed. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Like I think mm-hmm. we had a really great yeah. time. I was definitely kind of bracing myself the whole time. There was yep. always, there, I was preparing myself that there were going to be one thing that was going to take me out of the movie and ruin it or I was just going to be oh like are you kidding me with this I just really was just not just really afraid of that and then the first you know preparing for you know some of the de-aging stuff to be really bad get through that part actually really fun really enjoyable part of the you know kind of way to introduce the movie I was yeah. expecting some of the stuff with the artifact to be kind of gross or frustrating or be like oh we're doing this again I expected the time travel to be egregious that wasn't. It was actually great. And then the ending scene was just amazing. And so definitely, drag, in my opinion, it was a bit too long. But other than that, like I just really enjoyed it. I was really – I was explaining this because my parents were asking me if this is something they should see. And I said, if in a world where four does not exist, it's probably not worth seeing. In a world where Crystal Skull exists, which is the world, unfortunately, that we live in, five is definitely worth seeing because I think it wraps up the franchise well leaves a good taste in your mouth and says, great job, Indy. This is a great franchise. Let's put this to bed and never make another one of these movies again because this is a good good resolution to, um, to almost like Rise of Skywalker is to the sequel trilogy where it's like if, if nine, you know, if eight didn't exist, nine would be a bad movie. But the fact that nine kind of wraps things up in an okay, fine way, you know, most of the problems are eight. But that's, I don't know, you... That, those are my thoughts on. Well, on I think the movie. this movie is far better than episode nine. No, I definitely, I definitely agree. Uh, but it's in in similar in my capacity where it's like, I wish that it didn't need to kind of remedy, ah, like kind of paper over a lot of the yeah, real yeah, yeah. problems of four. Yeah. But I think it does it well enough for me to still enjoy it at parts. I, again, I don't. Well, it didn't have to. This movie it. is definitely better than episode nine. I, I, that's that's not what I was trying to say. I was just saying in similar category where it's it's got a lot of flaws to cover over. Yeah. And, um, well, but it's not as sequential, right? It doesn't yeah. go from like, like eight to nine. Yeah. This is not quite as like, there's a huge time gap, obviously. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. I shared a lot of Dave's hesitancies of like, oh, uh, James Mangold, which is like interesting because Ford versus Ferrari, Logan, I forget what else he has. But yeah. Just like, I was like, oh, huh, why him? 
but I mean, I think a lot of like the, the shooting and the action sequences and like just the movie felt very true to form to one of the original four. Yeah. So I was, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Dave, you're shaking your head. Oh no! Oh frick! That was way too loud. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just interesting how you guys like this one a lot more than four because I thought the beats were very similar to four. Um, like in terms of like out of this world kind of like like this doesn't make sense or well, it's not realistic and also like the whole uh, ending sequence I think you can argue is very much like four. That's what um, I was. There's just a lot of beats that are similar. I mean, I really like four. Um, I was going to mention uh, that think, later. Yeah. I think no, 4 is not a great movie, but a very enjoyable movie that I had a great time with. Um, and it, I think it hit the beats all correctly. Um, so, I mean, it makes... It was just very surprising when the movie ended and every all, all of you guys were like, that's great. And I'm like, oh, that's no, interesting. I was a bit, I was a bit slower. You were, to... you were. But, but Peter like instantly just... And Sarah instantly just yelled, that was gr- amazing. I was like... Yes, and I was just very surprised. I was like, "Oh, you guys don't like at least Peter doesn't like four. I thought I you were. Four. I thought you were right there with us. I thought you really liked the movie too. Oh no, I I'm saying like it makes. He's saying it, he's consistent. Peter's not. Is what he's no, saying. No, no, not. Uh, that's that's what wanna, you're saying. Yeah, I don't want to be that mean though. I was just very surprised because I I really no no be that mean. I can take no no no. It. no, I, no, no, no. I, I I really liked that you liked this movie with me. I was yeah. like during the whole time I was bracing myself for having to like fight with Peter and how this movie was not bad. And actually, pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I agree that this movie is better than Crystal Skull, but it just hits the same beats as Crystal Skull. I didn't feel the length very... as much as you guys did. I don't think. Oh, I felt oh, the dude. length. I really? Felt okay, I felt the length in two scenes. I thought that. Well, we can talk about. It, but I thought one of the chase scenes went on. We for... weren't talking about the length, though. Anyways, I meant like we can talk about specific scenes. I think anyways, the chase scene was too long. Um, but that's about it. Yeah. So, anyways, Sarah, what did you think about Dallas Destiny? Oh yeah, I also thought it was really good. I I really liked the musical aspect that they brought back. It mm-hmm. wasn't exactly the same, and John Williams wrote one new piece for it, but it had all the nostalgia mm-hmm. that. And they brought it. They introduced it really slowly. I thought that was a great nod. Mm-hmm. So that was probably my favorite part. Uh, side character. What do we think of the side character? Who, which the, which one? Uh, what, the, what's her name? The uh, goddaughter. Yeah. Uh, he called yeah. her like Wombat, Hel- right? Yeah. Helena. Helena. Slash yeah. Wombat. yeah. 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 What do we think of her? Um, I think she was fine. Yeah, I think okay, she, I liked her. I think she was better than Shia LaBeouf. Mm. I think I think I think much better than Shia LaBeouf. Honestly, like Mutt's not like egregious. I think he he she uh, Helena and Indy definitely had chemistry. Like there was definitely like kind of the there were there were parts in which really? I I know at parts I felt like he was more it there were parts there were certain kind of conversations that reminded me a bit of conversation between Indy and his dad in Last Crusade, where kind mm-hmm. of the, the lecturing yeah, aspect, old man aspect, which I appreciated. I didn't get a lot more of that in Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull is a little bit more... Well, because he's not the old man. Yeah, he's, he's not still the old kind man. Of, yeah, yeah. Also, he doesn't know that he was his son. That's also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I think is something that they miss in... Um, that would have been better if it was in... Uh, I think that was would have been better if that was in Crystal Skull, if he had known the whole time. I think that would have been better. Um yeah, I mean, like, the scene sure, where sure, he sure. finds out is great, but just, yeah. like, I want... I, it would have been really cool to see him on the flip side of that. I think this movie provides on that. I think she was fine. I don't think I don't think she took me out of the movie. I did enjoy... I, I was not, like, mad that she was there or ever, like, at any point be like, get her off my screen. She's being... She's terrible or annoying. And so I think that's a plus in her column because it's really... I think she definitely held her own as a compelling or, like, at least an inter- somewhat interesting character mm-hmm. alongside Indy, which Indy just usually just blows everybody else off the screen. I don't think she, I don't think he blew her off the screen, which I think is a she positive. Yes, yeah, I think she was good, yeah. yeah. 
I thought she was pretty annoying, but only to the only to That's the level fair, that though. you thought she was supposed yeah. to be annoying. I don't think you're yeah. supposed to love her. Yeah, no. I think I think she did what she should have done, and by the end you do like her. Yeah, but she's obnoxious at first. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she's obviously she's kind of like, oh, is she the bad guy? Because yeah, yeah, she, yeah she's. I mean, definitely, definitely even with how she was introduced, like yeah. she just like answers all the questions, and like to the other students, the, like there's a student that looks back at her, is like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, right. but it wasn't like a. Annoying to the point of like obnoxious, no. you know. Yeah, so that's I don't think she was ever like, oh, I don't like this movie because she's in it. Like I don't think that ever that never, that thought never crossed. No, my no, mind. but I mean, yeah, the way they portray her character, you're you're not supposed to love yeah. her at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but inter- by the end, you do. Yeah, I was interested in how they introduced her in a very antagonistic way. Like she comes in and immediately like does a lot of stuff that Indy's not a big fan of, and they're kind of like fighting most of the, mm-hmm. most of the movie until the boat scene, and then that's when she kind of shows that she's not just this like mercenary for hire or whatever mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting and so that's where I you know kind of flipped the switch and was like oh okay I, I can get with her now mm-hmm. I hated her short round though <laughs> why because it wasn't K.E. Kwan no because he was just terrible yeah, <laughs> he was just he a was, terrible quiet he was someone that I think that they could have definitely <laughs> eliminated they just didn't he, just didn't he, he was just there. there to help the plot along occasionally yeah. well, when he needed to like drive an extra moped or something yeah. like he, he was just he was a little one dimensional but yeah. I mean you know. Also annoying. Like he was yeah. actually just obnoxious. Where I'm like, dude, you don't need to be there. <laughs> like yeah. at least Short Round had a ton of charisma. Yeah, he, like, so true. He, he like drives the movie. Like he, in my opinion, he's the best part of Temple of Doom. He's also actually cute. So he's adorable. Yeah, he's adorable. Yeah, he's, yeah. He is adorable. Because he's 12, and the guy who plays the Short Round, uh, the I forgot even his name. What was his name? I don't know. Frick. Um, that dude is it's not. Lewis. Is like, uh, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is just a lot older. I don't um, think he's a lot older. He's, he's like 18. He's like 18. Yeah, no way. No, mustache. 16 maybe. He's not younger yeah. than like 15 or 16. Can we yeah. look that up? Can we? I don't some, know. The, the actor? Pull that up. Or the character? Uh, yeah, what's what's the character's name? So we, because I don't know if we'll be talking about him again. No, we won't just, be talking about him. Uh, he doesn't deserve any more oh. yeah. <laughs> podcast time. Uh, so with this movie, obviously there have been, the the big talk obviously was around the Dial of Destiny. What uh, is Teddy it? is Teddy. his name. Played by Ethan Isidore. Cool. How old is he? Um, Not Ethan is- Isidore. Teddy. 16. Suck it, suck it, I suck 16. it. I said 16 too. Okay. So anyway, anyways. not important. Uh, big talk, a, a lot about the Dial of Destiny, especially the time travel aspects. What did we, I think we're getting a lot more into spoilers say, now. Are we so, now spoiling? I mean, definitely spoiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoil on. But just where did this, obviously, we've had other artifacts, the Ark of the Covenant, the Holy Grail. An alien skull. An alien skull, skull and some glowing rock. Yep. With various levels of importance that Indies had to find. Uh, uh, it's a glow. Like, come on. It's a, I don't know what else to call a thing from Temple of Doom. Yeah. They're yeah. called it's the fair. Stones of Something. They have a name. Mm-hmm. I, I forget what it is. Stones I've never, of India. There it is. Glow stones work. Whatever glow stones. Uh, the Dial of Destiny. Or mm-hmm. Archimedes. What's it called? Dial. Dial. There's another name for that, too. I forget what yeah, it is. Yeah, it was yeah. a Greek yeah. name that I can't pronounce. Coino. Cool. Nope. That was not that's it. That's Capernaum. Nope. That's not it. That's, that's, not, that's a city. city. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, not even in Greece. Uh, what do we think about... Zeus. Was this... Stop. <laughs> what do we think about this artifact? Did we think it was worth going after? And was it compelling as a, something to be found? As a MacGuffin or a, you know... Um, I think this is what Indiana Jones does best with all of his... Artifacts. It's a gr- all of his artifacts are just great MacGuffins that like don't deteriorate like what 
themes are of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like with Ark of the Covenant, it's like a lot of the movie is just about belief and about faith. Yeah. And the Ark of the Covenant's real, and you see, and they all die at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and with um, uh, not Crystal Skull, with uh, Last Crusade, mm-hmm. um, Holy Grail is also like that thing that his dad was obsessing about, and yeah. like, them both finding it was very good. Um, yeah, I mean, Crystal Skull is also the same thing. Like, I think Crystal Skull, there's another beat that's the same. Crystal Skull and the Dial of Destiny, both of their friends were really into it and yeah. uh, obsessed over both of these items. And that through their research, they found... They well, find but it's the same with three also. It's his dad. His dad, the only yeah, reason yeah, he finds yeah, the stuff is yeah, 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 I'm just saying it's five, another... Yeah. Just a, it's, I would say it's more in common than Last Crusade because I don't really like to acknowledge Crystal Skull as a movie. Well, but you yeah. gotta because it's good. Yeah, I agree. I think it was actually probably the most like locked in, like coherent. Not the most, but like definitely more coherent of a artifact than I thought it was gonna be. Because you think Dial of Destiny, you think oh, it's this like mystical thing that you can like turn and time travel. Ooh, yay! But like, there's actually a lot of very built-in lore behind it, and it you know accepting that it's possible and everything it actually kind of fits until the end scene and whatever but i think like oh, yeah, you don't like that scene in that terms of how awesome. it built up and the artifact besides the fact that the guy who originally found it one of Braun, took a pole in the face and is totally fine for the rest of the movie besides that yeah totally cool don't know what happened to him why he's back without yeah. a scar to show also he does not look older dude i'm telling you he took that thing there's no way you don't even have a scar from that. And they didn't acknowledge it. I thought he was going to be like, hey, did you get a bad headache or something? And he's like, no. But they didn't even talk about it. And I was like, come on. We saw him get killed, basically. I mean, yeah. but like He also doesn't look 80. He does not. He's supposed to no. be on age with Harrison Ford. And no. Matt Mickelson's not. No, they're about the same age. Harrison Ford unless, was, unless, unless he was supposed to be 20 years younger than... He looked. Either way, he was misaged somewhere. So they should have de-aged him, too, for the train scene. Or aged him up. I yeah. thought they did de-age him for the trip. I thought they he did, looked, yeah. He looked, yeah, he looked significantly younger. Matt Mickelson is only like 45. I, no, I know. He's, he's, he's like 59. Is he in his 50s? Oh, geez, he's 60. Yeah, I think he's, looks he's great. older. Shout out Matt. He's doing yeah. a great job, pal. I hope you're listening. He is. Do another season of Hannibal. <laughs> it didn't finish right. <laughs> did you watch that show? Yeah. Wow. It's good. It's really brutal, but yeah. it's good. Okay. Anyway. I don't really watch shows. Yeah, I really like the artifact, though. I thought it was... I loved the thing that they got out of the ocean and they like burned the wax off. That I thought really that was cool. sick. That, I actually felt like that was, and then again, this is very much like this is a derivative. I felt like a lot like National Treasure more than it did like Indiana Jones, just because I was like Indiana Jones, like National Treasure is stealing a lot from Indiana Jones, but that specific move where they have to like, oh, it's actually they have to light it and it like it's another. They, it thing. got a little bit like, oh, it's a clue to another clue to yeah. another clue. Yeah. But I think they did it well with enough like adventure stuff in between, like the boat chase, like when they're no, coming up from the long. dive. <laughs> it was too it long. Was too no, it was, too it, long. it was definitely long. But like when they're coming up from the dive, which I thought the the eel scene was kind of cool. Like uh, it was a nod to no, the snakes. Not really? Necessary. No. I mean, not necessary, but like a cool nod to like the actual snakes. You cowards! I don't know. Sea snakes. Dude, could have been. Could have been sea snakes. Anyway, eels. They was like, oh, what does it look like? Yeah. Snakes. Yeah, whatever. When they were coming up also, from the dive, it, it though, it also like, sucked though that they were all underwater, so I didn't get to hear that. No one was talking. No. There was no dialogue at all. It was just like an entirely just like kind of looking at each other. You couldn't even tell who was who, and you just have the eels going out, and it's like, okay, this is interesting. But I thought I it want, was cool. The best part is them talking to each other and like making jokes and stuff. It's like that's what I want. I don't want them. To, I don't go for the. I mean, it's one scene. It was like five minutes. Yeah. I thought it was cool, mm-hmm. but when they're on the it way back up from, than five minutes, when they're on the way back up from the dive and like they pull up, the bad guys pull up on the boat. I thought that was really interesting. Like how quick. 
like they're right on their trail the entire movie, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Um, which like that also feels National Treasure esque, but I I liked it. I thought it was good. I also love National Treasure, so it's totally fine. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I I really liked the it was a tasteful time like manipulation tool, but I thought it was great. Like again, how they gave the the artifact a backstory, it was cool. I thought it was worth going after, just like the other Indiana Jones to get it before the bad guys get it to use it the wrong way. I mean, it's just you know kind of classic. Yeah. That was I thought it was good. Yeah. Cool. This is another one of the things where I was bracing for it to be used terribly. Yeah, and to, yeah. And it was not, and I was like, oh, this is this is fine. So I kind of have a split opinion on this. I think part of me really wants them to like follow suit with the first couple of movies where the whole movie. They're, the bad guy and Indy are chasing each other, trying to get to the artifact, like Belloc with the Ark and yada yada. And they finally get it, and then the bad guys have it, and then they use it, and then they die. So that happens in all three of the first ones. And I forget, does Kate Blanchett die? She, she does. She does. She gets eaten yeah. by ants. So everyone dies. Well, no, sorry. I meant like using the artifact specifically. She doesn't, right? She no, doesn't. she does. They technically don't really use it. They don't use the skull. But the ants are like scared of the skull and they make it go around to yeah. her and they carry mm-hmm. her off. No, yeah. Anyway. No, I thought. No, 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 no. no. She oh, gets that's, a, that's, her, that's, that's her. That's the dude. That's the deputy. Yeah. Uh, she, 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 gets, she sees the alien. Yeah. Because the uh, aliens all morph into one and then they take her up into space and then she dies. So I guess kind of close-ish to what I was talking about where like when Belloc and the Nazis use the Ark, they all melt. And then when uh, Molaram uses the stones, he, like, dies from it. No. Not from it, but he gets, like, knocked off the cliff and stuff like that. So I guess, like... He just... Yeah, but it's not, like, a... It's it's not a huge... Yeah, so I guess that's yeah. not close. But, like, I would rather... I don't know if I would rather, but it would definitely be neater to do the whole, like, bad guy gets the artifact, tries to use it, and dies. But then you're just afforded the whole, like, oh, it's it's freaking time travel. Does it work? So I understand why they had to actually put it to the test, but it's just like when you time travel, there's mess that comes along with it, and they didn't really. I, yeah, I thought that was good that they didn't rehash the butterfly effect for the fiftieth. Yeah, time that in a row. that wouldn't have been. I don't think. Great. I'm not looking. I'm not looking for just butterfly effect, but the whole like, oh, it's okay, no worries. He created it only I ever to come that, back here at all. No worries, nothing okay, else. Okay, so we're really gonna spoil it. So please, um, duck and run that, if you haven't I seen this movie. I thought that was actually refreshing and like kind of been like oh cool we're not gonna worry about this because it's too broad strokes he's like nah it's indiana jones time travel who yeah it's indiana first of all i actually don't think that like first of all it was a great i think this it was used pretty well where like the scene where they're like oh actually they're not going back to nazi germany they're going back and they had like the cool mm-hmm. where it's like oh and like there were some things that were coming together that were hints that were dropped and it's like oh this is what they were talking about yeah. this is the you know the big whatever dragon thing mm-hmm. that they were talking about that was really cool kind of seeing the spears getting launched that was really fun uh i, I agree that the kind of the archimedes scene was kind of like what's going on here this is a actually, little bit I thought weird. that was the best part of that no i thought it was the best part of that sequence if you're gonna if you're gonna go back in time you might as well say hello no worries i mean yeah that's true it was but only ever supposed to go back there the so only cool thing, thing about that scene things. was helena actually saying like You've got to make your own, and it takes it away from yes. you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's kind that of cool. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I because did I didn't that. want like a circle thing. That I was like, yeah, eh, I didn't I mean, want that's that. Fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a circle. No, the movie's not a circle. I th- no, no, the movie's not a circle, but it's only ever supposed to go back there. So I mean, how is that not like repetitive? No, that's never mind. I think what he meant is that like Indy dies with the dial, and that the the, bo- the body that they find is Indy's with the watch or whatever, or like yeah, the Nazi. Yeah. I oh, thought I see, that, I see. I originally okay. thought that the Mads Mikkelsen was gonna like die, and then they were gonna put his body with the dial 
in the tomb. Which I thought that was actually kind of smart if they did that. I was I, like, cool. I, that would have been interesting, but I've seen that before, and so it wouldn't okay. have been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that there was... There were some parts that I was like, I don't really... I'm not jiving. Like, especially, like, the continental... Him yelling continental drift and, like, is an explanation for why they're not ending up in Renato's That's the Germany. closest thing we got to an explanation. So yeah. if you're going to talk about time that's, travel and how it works, that's, talk that's about it. all of his... All of Indies, though, there's only one thing that makes it go adrift, and it's very vague. And he yells it out, and then it happens. Yeah, but so like, like, but I would prefer if that's like gonna happen. Huh? Like what? Um, like to close your eyes from the arc. Keep your eyes shut. shut yeah, keep your eyes shut. Like, okay. There's just, like this one thing that's like very vague. But keep your eyes shut and continental drift are different. See, but the, the, I think the difference though is is that with basically all of the other artifacts, they are doing things that we are not necessarily used to talking about like the arc who knows what the arc does like we don't know and so you can kind of make up your own rules that can seem arbitrary but time but travel like, is time travel but time, time travel is always going to be like, time travel even how they time travel is different they didn't time it, travel it's not technically time travel it's just a rift in time so yeah. you don't have to worry about it that's yeah, but, the, the, exactly that's why it's like but, a different but, form they it's also a spend, lazy yeah but they also spend no, the whole time that is lazy but they, but they spend the whole movie kind of explaining the rule the whole they're explaining the rules right. of the dial explaining the rules of the dial and then they're like just kidding just kidding that doesn't exactly work yeah. I don't think that that's the case for unless I'm forgetting something but no the they also movie. say that oh wait he's made the dial to always go back to him like he wanted help so then it actually didn't end up being Connor. No, adrift. it's not Connor. Right. Adrift. I know. Okay. But that's, that's even a neater bow, so you don't have to worry about anything at all. Continental drift is too not enough broad strokes. Okay, but then if so does the continent but how, Continental just not so a thing. Were there just Yes, were there, it is. But were there, sorry, sorry, were, there, were their calculations just off then? What, no, no, why it, did the Nazis think they were going back to nineteen thirties Germany? The calculations were off because they didn't know how this, the thing worked. They got back and realized that Archimedes only ever invented it with one coordinates. Typed into this. I mean, you could you you could also argue that he said it before they were going in, and so he wanted to like spark because Matt Mickelson did. That's yeah, it worked. It kind of got him questioning everything, and then he was like, "Never mind, turn around." And it was too late. But he was just kind of throwing anything out that would make him doubt his decision to go through. Exactly. Okay, maybe I just need to watch this movie again and figure out exactly how the dial works, but. No, but no, he I mean, does like change his mind right before he goes. No, no, he does do so that. So I think yeah, that yeah. is what okay. you can I think you can interpret I Wait, I think changing the purpose his mind is doing what? To go into the rift. To go no, I mean, the rift but what does that do for the No, Indiana Jones says it. He doesn't know. He oh, says yeah, yeah, yeah. It. No, I definitely think that's what it was. But then like to me, Count on Drift would have been like a oh that's But weird. why think about the what of when it's not But then it turned out to be an even like prettier bow and an even broader stroke. So is like, it bad that it's a pretty bow? It was just very rough shot. It was like, eh, don't worry about it. It was only ever supposed to go out here. Speaking of pretty bows, let's talk about the ending, the actual instincts. They come back from time traveling. Solid. And they head back to the... Wow, that, his, was, that was a nice transition. Thank you. <laughs> uh, back to his crib. Back to his crib after Indy's kind of recovering. Oh. And some some people show up at his house. First, uh, the goddaughter, Helen, is there. Well, I think it's most impactful because he starts by saying, I... I want to stay here because I have no one to live for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they bring yeah. everyone back. Bring I mean, the whole movie is just about how he feels left behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the space race stuff was really cool. Yeah. Like, the, the parade was awesome. I thought that was and a he great was, scene. he was against the... He, like, was rallied against Vietnam because more, like, one, to get away, but also he actually believes in it because Mutt dies in yeah. the Vietnam War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which I called out right when I saw his thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, frick, I yeah. called it. And then he says it like an hour and a half later. I was like, I already mm-hmm. knew that. Anyways. You guys ruined my segue. 
Uh, so anyway, so then Salah walks to the door and then gets ice cream. What a guy ice, goes and gets ice cream. I and like then Salah. who walks in? But Marion shows up, and it's kind of explained earlier before that with Mutt's death in Vietnam, kind of drove their relationship apart, and you can see that they're getting a divorce. And then all of a sudden she comes back, and they seem to have they seem to reunite. And or they definitely do reunite, and it's a really touching, really touching moment. Like Dave was a uh, when when that was happening, I was sitting next to Dave in the theater. And he was like, "Oh frick, oh frick," which is every time he says where he's like trying not to cry. It's the same. He makes yeah. that like just oh no, oh frick, like just does that every time yeah, he's he gonna does. cry. He just does that. Uh, and then I was crying too, so it was I was right there with you. Sure, you were crying. I was also. crying. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she, we all just look at each other. We're yeah, like, it's glistening in here. Yeah. <laughs> Because it was it was something at least for me totally caught me off guard. Whereas like the, the way that that was going to wrap up so beautifully, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just so. Especially with the exactly what you were saying about that, he just has no one. He feels he's alone, and then they come back and they seem to be back together. And it's just you can see that he's he's a fullness mm-hmm. of his life with the people that he cares about that he felt that he had lost. And it's come very full circle at that moment. And so it yeah. feels like And she like comes complete. in so nonchalantly and just starts putting groceries away like everything's normal. And he's yeah. just like, this just made my life complete. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's great. It's, 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 I don't want to read, you know, dive too deep into this, but one of the things I like about the ending of a story is that for people that I care about, I want them, if they're not going to make anything, tell any more stories with these characters. I want to make sure that they're happy in whatever world that they have kind of carved out for themselves. That is the that is the part that makes me cry the most. Specifically, like the biggest example of this for me is Captain America at the end of Avengers Endgame. Mm. You can see how happy he is, and that wrecks me. Just like that is what I want about characters I care about, and I thought it was really cool and touching that I'm assuming that they will never make another Indiana Jones movie again. I don't think they should. Fingers crossed. I hope fingers crossed. Well, I hope they do stuff with Helena. Yeah, but that's not an Indiana. You do? Jones no, no, no. Yeah, she was okay. great. Okay. I don't know. I don't have a ton of thoughts about that right now. But just the way that they just, like, he's happy. He is with, you know, Marion, the love of his life. And they get to live out the rest of their days in a kind of sick apartment in New York City. Kind of overlooking. And kind of, you know, get to experience life together with Sala and Helena. And it's just, that seems like a very rich life. And so I'm happy for him. Especially because he's seen, like, this seemed like the most desperate of his searchings. Where he was just kind of searching... And being alone, which is like, well, and in yeah. his other movies, he doesn't just have like the partner. Like he does have the partner, which is great. Like yeah. short round or mm-hmm. whatever. But like he has usually a crew with him. Like all throughout the movies, like Last Crusade, he has like there's four guys going. You know, they leave the mm-hmm. temple and stuff like that. So it's like, even if even if Helena did care about him a lot and all that, like that mm-hmm. was just Helena. Yeah. And so when his friend died on the boat. That was like another thing where he was like, my friend just died. Yeah. I thought that was good because I was like, oh, are we just going to make a sarcastic comment and move on? Yeah. And then he was like, hey, my friend just died. I thought that was great. Yeah. And That's then, a fair point. But yeah. then like it, it, it kind of drives that point home where he's, you know, back in Sicily in 268 and all that. And he's like, hey, I have, I have no one else to live for. Yeah. Which is like true for him because he's used to having like a posse that he goes on adventures with. Mm-hmm. And like most of those people have either aged out of it, left him or died. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I thought it was really great. It's also coming to the like he's he's old, he's retired, he can't have the same adventures that he had before. And he's like, okay, what is my life for then if I can't yeah. if I can't do this? If I'm retiring from my teaching job and I'm getting too old to go on, you know, adventures and looking for stuff, what more is there f- for me? And it's it's like, no, actually there's this whole other life that you've carved out for yourself that is happy, yeah. full of joy, 
and that's what you're going to be able to do for the rest of your life. It was a very touching, very touching scene. I was really glad that they, they gave that to us. I, mean, so. I think he would have been happy in 264 as well. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I mean, it was like it was Archimedes. Yeah, but it was it was a. Wait, he, you think he should have stayed? No, I no. don't think he should have stayed. Oh, okay. I literally said, I, I said <laughs> audibly in the theater, "Don't do it," because he was like, "No, I'm chilling, man. Yeah, just me and my homeboy." And then Helena knocked him out, which like, whatever. Yeah. Um, you didn't like that? I thought that was great. I, I also was, thought that was good. I just kind of out of pocket. Thought it was great. Okay. Yeah. You thought, well, good. Okay. I just think that like you wouldn't do the same thing. Your friend's trying to kill himself. Kill him. Basically kill killing himself. Basically killing yeah, himself. He, yeah. no. They don't have medicine. He was shot. He'd yeah. been shot. He wasn't going to survive very long. Yeah, he was not. Yeah. He, no, he was going to stay and watch the battle play out, and that's what it was going to. He yeah. was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to die. Yeah. So, so, so the point yeah, was him to die totally on that field. Your friend. Yeah. Huh? You would totally knock out your friend if they were going to kill themselves to in yeah. order to bring them to a safe place. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, let me die here, or no, let's save you to get some medicine so you can live. Yeah. And also, there's the butterfly effect of like, hey. You have a gun. <laughs> no, there's not. There's no butterfly effect. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's dude. a whole there's a whole ship right there that crashed. An airplane, the dragon. There's no butterfly effect. If the if Andrew, the plane didn't do stop. anything. Andrew, stop. If, give it a rest. What? It's Indiana Jones. Stop. A, You're thinking a, too much about stuff that don't need to be thought that much. I disagree. But anyway. Does anyone else have anything else to add about no. about this movie? Any other thoughts? Final takeaways? Glad they made a good movie. Do we all, I think we're all yeah, in agreement, yeah, yeah. agreement about that. All right. Uh, then we will take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about some of our favorite scenes from the Indiana Jones franchise. Dr. Jones, we've heard a great deal about you. Have you? Professor of archaeology, expert on the occult. This is Indiana Jones, the famous archaeologist. You've got it. You're a man of many talents. Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones, now you, you must understand that this is all strictly confidential. I had it, Marcus. I had it in my hand. I want you to pick up the trail where he left off. He wants you to go for it. You lost to that kid. That doesn't mean you have to like it. All your life has been spent in pursuit of archaeological relics. You found much. This is incredible. In the Ark of the Covenant chest the Hebrews used to carry around the Ten Commandments. The Holy Grail, Dr. Jones. Oh, rats. Snakes. I hate snakes, Doc! I hate them! Why did it have to be snakes? Always knew someday you'd come walking back through my door. You're a hard man to read, Dr. Jones. You're a, a teacher? Part-time. Indiana Jones. Same old, same old. Don't ever do that again. So what are you doing here? We're about to complete a great quest that began almost 2,000 years ago. You're about to become a permanent addition to this archaeological find. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What's he going to do now? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What we do, Dr. Jones? Don't know. Think of something. Think of something. I don't think he plans that far ahead. Fortune and glory, kid. Junior? Uh, Jones. Dr. Jones? Jones? Fortune and glory. I came here to save you. Found him. Where? There. Oh, yeah? And who's going to come to save you, Junior? I'm going after that truck. Oh. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. 
Don't call me Junior. You call him Dr. Jones. Damn, I thought that was closer. We do not follow maps to buried treasure, and X never, ever marks the spot. I want to be a good archaeologist. You gotta get out of the library! All right, and we're back. Uh, so the plan for this part of the part of the podcast will be going going around, each sharing one of our three, which are on tier three, of our favorite scenes in the Indiana Jones franchise. Uh, I think we've all coordinated, so we will not have a ton of overlap. We might have a few kind of moments that overlap, but nothing nothing too crazy. Uh, hopefully, well, actually, you know what? There's going to be some yelling during this part of the podcast because I yep. think that yeah, I hope not. Uh, there will be. Uh, we say every time there's going to be no yelling. Yeah. You know, there's yelling. Uh, there will be yelling. I'm just going to get it out of the way now. There will be yelling in this part of the podcast because there are certain people that like certain scenes and or movies that are wrong. Uh, we don't need to get into those now, uh, but we will. And so we can start with we we just just warning, fair warning for those that you know listen to this podcast on full volume while driving around. Uh, not calling out anybody. Probably not me. Uh, let's start with uh, Sarah. You are the guest. Not starting with Dave. Absolutely not. Sarah, you are our guest. Um, what is your f- favorite scene from the Indiana Jones franchise that has not been claimed all well, one of the three of us? So we're starting with our favorite or we're starting with our third favorite? You can uh, start with your third favorite. Yeah, that's If you fun. have... If you have them ranked, some people have them ranked, some people don't. I don't, but great. Okay, go ahead. Okay, great. Um, I'll do third favorite. Uh, in uh, Raiders of Lost Ark, when he's chasing Marion in the basket through the crowd, and there's the man that just shows up with this giant sword and is doing all the tricks, and then he just looks like that's just not another battle he wants to fight, and shoots him, and everybody is all surprised, and he just moves on. I think that's just a great scene. And um, some background, just uh, he was really sick uh, while filming this, and apparently was just not feeling great and so he kind of improv that scene just shot the guy and they kept it in so i don't know that's just it's kind of funny i think but. my favorite part of the scene is that crab's reaction where it's like yeah, oh yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that scene is just really great yeah and that, he just moves ending. on with his with his day and and they're all yeah and also his face where he just goes like oh and like eye roll bam yeah, shoots him no great problem scene. it's great it's awesome. uh andrew number three yeah so i'm gonna go with um Towards the beginning of the Last Crusade, when they're trying to find, um, what are they trying to find in his tomb? In uh, the the shield, the other half that's right, of the that's right. yeah, um, and they're in Venice and they're going around and they go to this church and they're trying to or the library and they're trying to find mm-hmm. um, the the tomb and they're like looking around for these numbers and stuff like that and then they break through the floor and like go through these tunnels and stuff like that. I think that's a great little kind of run right there. There's like 20 minutes where it's just really cool. Like, I think it's at his best of like treasure hunting and just puzzles and stuff like that. Cause well, because you get the, maybe, I guess this time X does mark the spot. Right, right, right. That, yeah. that line is just great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, a great part. Great, great scene. Uh, Dave? I just want to preface that that I have a motive for my top three scenes. Uh-huh. And this, the, this motive is to say that, hey, these movies aren't bad. These scenes aren't bad. Um, you are really putting yourself out there mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. asking for criticism. Yeah, I mean, it's also just like you guys. Would you you would guys you... want to talk about the stuff that you guys really love? Yeah, and I'm like gonna respect that, and I'm just gonna be like, 
I'm just gonna talk about way different things. Which, that I really uh, which like. I do have to say, I really do appreciate because I got yelled at for about 30 minutes on the last podcast by you. So and yeah, yeah this is your turn. Yes. to now yell yeah. at me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, this scene I think um, really shows how quick thinking Indiana Jones is, mm-hmm. and how resourceful he is, mm-hmm. and how just. He's a survival. He's a survivaler. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Survivor? Survivor? Not a word. Survivaler? Frick. He's a survivor. Like, yeah. he he will do anything to survive. <laughs> and it... Sorry, I was seeing the Survivor theme song. And, anyway, keep going. Yeah, and and just how, like, smart he is. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you believe it's that smart, whatever. Yeah. But the nuke scene in Crystal Skull 4. I think it is, like, the... The pinnacles, not the pinnacle, but it's 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 such a great scene that shows how resourceful, quick, quick thinking, and kind of shows that Indiana still got it in in the Crystal School because he's old, he moves a little bit slower, but he's still very quick thinking, and he saw that it was leadlined. He goes into it, and it, and it's also a great scene where you see explosions, and I'm like, whoa, that's a pretty awesome scene. It's just really entertaining. Andrew, do you want to yell at him, or do you want me to? Um, you can do it. Mythbusters yeah. tested it actually, so I don't feel the need to yell. But it's a it's an Indiana Jones movie, so whatever is reality doesn't really matter. That's true, which we learned from the most recent iteration. Uh, I think it's a stupid scene. I think the I think the the environment is interesting, and like the nuke city is cool. And I think hiding in a fridge to stop a nuke is silly. And I don't think that like that really shows as much about his character as you say it does because like it is just a fridge versus a nuclear bomb. If it was an, a fridge, a lead line fridge, perhaps in a bunker somewhere and he had to like figure out where to hide and then hid. Yeah. That would be one thing. But not only does the fact that he hides in the fridge, but then the fridge is launched into air. So it's fairly and close. And then flies. Fairly close to fairly the Fairly close to the, to the blast impact. And then proceeds to like soar through the air, land into the ground on some you know side of some place, and he gets out unharmed. Mm-hmm. Is insane. There are things. I understand your point about how it's Indiana Jones, and uh, you know that is what it is. And I appreciate your being on your phone while I'm trying to make this point. Uh, the <laughs> right back to the phone. Uh, the thing that I think there's a limit to. I don't know what this should be called, but this should be called something like. Well, actually, it's called jumping the shark. Uh, this idea that there are things that are too stupid, too stupid for me to believe are possible. Where it's like one thing, where it's like, hey, Indiana Jones is able to use a whip to like, you know, soar across or whatever. He definitely like survives some falls that he shouldn't, you know, or whatever. The difference between that, I can suspend my disbelief there. Or hey, Indiana Jones can flap his wings and fly, and you know, you know, whatever. Like, there's limits to my belief especially with stunts where i'm like this is ridiculous and that just it's so stupid where it just it takes me out of the movie i'm like this is a really stupid scene there's much better ways for him to do that it's just like it's just so unbelievable it goes it's a classic example of jumping the shark which is a very famous description about tv and movie stunts so uh goes back to happy days where cool i don't need to get into the history of that 70s tv show but anyway I hate that scene. I think it's very dumb, and it's a bad way to start a bad movie. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that scene. My third favorite scene is uh, the scene with this is a, this is a bit more subtle scene, but I do really like this scene. Uh, this scene in Last Crusade where Indy and his dad are on the blimp, 
uh, because you kind you get a little bit of everything where you get at first you get um, kind of the tension of Indy and his dad trying to escape uh, the Nazis and so you've got everybody kind of looking for him and then there's the Nazi officer that recognizes Indy and he like throws him overboard and then it's like tickets and they everyone freaks out where they're like oh my gosh and they try to give him this ticket and then the two of them sit down and they have a drink and it seems like the first drink that they've had in a long time and they sit down and they're across the table and they're talking and you can you can see you kind of get a little bit more of a window into their relationship where it's a little there's not fantastical you know like fire or whatever that's going on you know and maybe in in the earlier scene with them in the castle but you to hear the two of them talk where you know is dad henry's just like you know you left just as you were getting interesting and he obviously has no remorse for the kind of father he was while indy's kind of looking for some closure there and kind of some acknowledgement that he was not exactly a great dad and so you, you have a window in that relationship as well but you also have really fun scenes with him throwing the throw the nazi officer over and then later where you have the you have where they get in the small plane to escape and then like Henry shoots the tail the tail off the plane in yeah. order and, and he's like son I'm sorry they got us like That's stuff like that is just yeah. so you have a combination of like the really fun action scenes which I think we love Indy for but also like really compelling dialogue that goes on in the middle there and so it's just I think it's a good picture for what I love especially about Last Crusade that you have a depth of relationship along with really fun action and adventure and that's why it's my number three I think it's I think it's slept on honestly as a part of the movie and I uh I don't know. I've always just really enjoyed that that bit of the movie. It's kind of a calm before, kind of in between other really more high paced stuff that's going on, fast faster paced stuff that's going on. Sarah, your number two. Uh, my number two is uh, Last Crusade when they just finished fighting on the tank and uh, the tank falls into the valley and uh, Henry thinks that Indy is dead and. He's just processing that, and then Indy kind of climbs up the side of a vine and just like stares over with him, and it's just it's it's sad, it's emotional, but it's also just really funny, and they don't make it last too long. I just I think that's a great scene. Cool, it's a great it's a great bit. Yeah, yeah it is. I'm actually gonna switch it up here. Um, oh, I was gonna say the car chase from Raiders at the end, where he's like hopping around the different cars and like swinging through the driver's side. And, like, yeah, all that stuff is mm-hmm. pretty great. But I remember the uh, the boat scene from Last Crusade. I think it's really really cool. I think it's pretty pretty the, immediately the, the, with after the, with the Knights of the Cruciform Sword. Yeah, yeah. Pretty immediately after they get out of the tomb, actually very immediately because they pop out of the manhole. Literally right after the they they take out Brody. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, and so I think this does something that I like Indiana Jones for is when uh, the propellers are going on the boat. That happens in a lot of Indiana Jones movies where there's like a piece of the environment that's very lethal, and it's, yeah. like, it's he never stops it. He just figures out how to use it. And there was a nod of that in the Dial of Destiny with the mm-hmm. broken anti-aircraft gun on the train. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And so there's stuff like that where you can't just like dismantle it or stop it, but you just have to like use it. And so he, you know, ends up trying to interrogate the guy on top of the boat, which is really sick. Um, and also like it's a good chase. So yeah, I thought it was great. All right. All right, this is why I was on my phone, because I was trying to find the exact quote. Okay. And I was having trouble finding the exact quote, because okay. I wanted to know what right. it was. Um, so, it's also in Crystal Skull. Oh my gosh, you have two scenes from Crystal Skull. Yeah, heck yeah, I do. Maybe I have three. Who knows? Yada yada. Please um, don't. Please don't. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Anyways, um, the scene is uh, when they're both, Marion Mary and Indy are both stuck in the sandpit, and yeah. she tells him that... Uh, Mutt is his son. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and it's such a funny scene. And it's like, and uh, when he comes back, he's like, "I am your father." And he's like, "No, you're not my dad." And he's like, 
And she's like, no, he is your father. And it's like, yeah, you, could, you better go back to school and all that stuff. It's very yeah. funny. Very, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a very cute scene. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it, it kind of gets me um, where uh, she asks, like, because she was remarried to another dude. Um, and he was like, oh, you married him? And was like kind of mad. And when they get out, like, um, she says, I'm sure I wasn't the only one moving on with my life. There must have been plenty of women for you over the years. And Indy says, there were a few, but they all had the same problem. And she says, oh, yeah, what's that? They weren't you, honey. And, I'm, and, that's, and then she smiles, and it's like it's such a cute scene. They're like, oh, they belong to e- with each other. And then you cried. I didn't, because it was just way too like, cute, <laughs> like, upbeat. Like, Indy um, has some pretty light scenes. admirable Riz, I yeah, would say. Yeah, no, he's, he does. he's a Rizzler. <laughs> he, is. he does. Um, it's yeah, just like, and, yeah. Yeah, and I was go uh, yeah, and I thought that scene was very cute. And just like brought me back because like when she first shows up at the camp i'm like let's go like because they instant chemistry with each other so yeah you can yell at me i just it's a it's a respectable scene in a bad movie yeah sure is it it's fine moving on my number two (laughs) It's because it's actually a good scene. No, it is a fine scene. It's just like the, the the idea that like we need to keep finding ways to recognize Crystal Skull is just it's just like why do I we think need to keep it should it? it should be. Do you, is, don't why, keep his list. No, 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 I'm gonna gatekeep his list. Why don't I talk about Temple of Doom? There are some great scenes in Temple of Doom. He's about don't to. worry about it. He's about just, to. Just, don't worry about it, sweetheart. There's, there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more. There's a lot more good scenes in Temple of Doom than there are in Crystal Skull. Yeah, but you also hate Crystal Skull. Everyone hates everyone, not only you. Yeah. Everyone hates Crystal Skull more than Temple of Doom. But so. I acknowledge that there are really good parts of Temple of Doom. It's just there are parts I don't like. But, like, because I think the thing that's hard for me in this whole franchise is that Raiders is a perfect movie. Temple of Doom, I really don't like. Last Crusade, perfect movie. Four, Crystal Skull, really awful. Worse than Temple of Doom. And then five, five, is, really, is, five is good. I enjoyed it a lot. But it's so definitely like the average. Do you average. think Indiana Jones is a good franchise? Um, we can get to that. We'll okay, talk. That's great. a good question to ask later. Uh, my number two scene is the opening scene of Raiders uh, with the yep. classic scene of him with the idol kind of using the bag of sand. And it doesn't totally work, leading to the boulder. This just kind of is, I think, probably the most iconic scene it's in any so Indian good. movie. It just kind of it is the one that defines the franchise. It's got the boulder scene and the him, you know, kind of grabbing the idol and it's just some random gold thing. And that's what it's just super fun that it's announces his presence as a movie character. It's yeah. it's just it's even the it's most perfect. interesting part is like if they had just dropped us in without that montage and then yeah. being a professor and he gets called up like, what's a professor doing mm-hmm. doing this? But like this establishes his like side career of tracking down treasures and like we don't even know what he was doing it for. We don't know who asked him. Doesn't matter. Yeah, he brought it back to Brody, and Brody was like, "That's what's up." And then yeah. he went to go teach a class, and then it, it goes. It's just so cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of that, the 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 outside the university that that, that is shown in that uh, kind of in the background before they cut to him teaching, is uh, the University of the Pacific, which is uh, located about ten minutes from my house. That's so, cool. how many miles? Uh, it's actually I think it's maybe like a mile and a half away from my house. My mom, my mom and dad, their first house together. It's actually very close to the campus. Isn't the inside so my mom on the outside? Like they filmed the class at a different location. Yes, but the outside they do is that the University lot. of Pacific. Yeah. Yes, where yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom actually graduated from school there. Do you know there. where the inside was? Uh, I do not know where the inside was, okay. but um, the outside is uh, located in Stockton, California. So cool. just want to throw that out there. Way to dox your family. 
my, great. It's Stockton's a big enough city. I think people have trouble tracking. Actually, it wouldn't be that hard to track them down. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Anyway, Sarah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, Sarah, you're number one. Um, kind of two scenes, but I'll talk about the one from Dial of Destiny is when Marion comes back into the house mm-hmm. and um, she, they're talking about just what happened between them and she's just like, there's, there's nothing that doesn't hurt. Hmm. And after then, Mutt died, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah about, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what they're talking about, and their separation and stuff. And um, she was like, "There's nothing that doesn't hurt, but it doesn't hurt here." And she reenacts his scene from um, Raiders, and just mm-hmm. like you know, they do the whole like kiss the elbow, kiss the forehead, and then uh, I think that was really great. That was good. It was like a a tasteful nod, but I don't know. That was a big like the once upon a time in Hollywood meme where I was like. Yeah. There it is. It's happening. They're yeah. doing the thing. They're yeah. doing the thing. And I was super, I think everybody was like, that's what they're doing. So it was really great. And it was not a, it's not like an iconic callback where you're like, oh, come on. They're really doing this again. Yeah. But they're like, it was really great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I also thought the sub stuff is good. I liked the sub part from Raiders. Glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. That's a cool part. Yeah. I feel, oh, like people, yeah. I feel like that goes off the wayside, but that's a cool like 20 minutes. My favorite, pro- yeah, this is my favorite uh, scene in, in the franchise is like 20 or so minutes into Raiders and he's having to go track down the uh, diamond or like the, the crystal that the sun will shine through to show him the, the thing. The Staff of Ra. Staff of Ra. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. And it's the headpiece. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go find it. And he walks into this bar in Nepal and you get to meet Marion's character and like just iconic character, obviously. But then like, you know, she's running this bar and she's, you know, drinking these guys out the door and but then you get to meet like the Nazis who are after them for the staff of Ra, which is super interesting. And so there's a scene where like it gets blown up and they have to defend it. But I really like that scene because it establishes their like they have a history already, but like they work together for it. But she's still kind of this like scoundrel thing where she's like willing to give it to the Nazi at first and then realizes how bad they are. So it's a cool definitely a good initiating scene for the movie and the franchise. And the couple. So. She's she and it's. I think this is something we were talking about is before we even turn on the mics. It's just the they did that. Like she's just such a different character. Yeah, Marion is than like most other kind of. She's like a. She's not like a quote unquote damsel in distress. Even though they do spend a lot of time saving her in the movie, but like she is like a really interesting kind of fun. Lots of spunk. Very much like I don't need you. And it's like very like kind of resistant to Indy's charms for good chunks of the movie. It's it makes it a lot more fun. Uh, yeah, that's why I, I agree with that. It's a good, it's a good scene. Dave, um, my next scene is um, t- uh, the minecart scene from the Temple of Doom. This is defensible. This is a yeah. great scene. Um, it's just, it's just classic Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, even though this is only the second movie, so there's no real such thing as classic Indiana Jones at this point. But it's classic Indiana Jones where it's like a huge chase scene, um, big stakes, um, uh, crazy stunts. Um, and like, and at the end, there's a lot of water that kind of, uh, washes them away, which is, I, I thought that was like, oh shoot, that's like the large bowl, uh, large ball in the beginning of Raiders. Um, anyways, so I just love this scene. I don't know what more I can add that hasn't already been said about this scene. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know much more to say. Probably the best scene of the movie, I think, but yeah. I'd say so. I would say so, definitely, definitely. I do like the roller scene though, right before the Minecraft, where he's like fighting that bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Also, oh, again, there's the scene a... before that where they're uh, when they like um, fought, like they kind of 
dismantle the cult and you see Indy fighting the huge soldier. Yeah. And Short Round's fighting the small voodoo yeah, dude. Yeah. And that was a cool scene when they when they have two uh shots of them at the same in the same yeah. frame or yeah. the same scene and then they're just fighting each other. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But like the roller thing is another example of the like using the environment. And yeah. It's always and then like from Raiders with the propeller, like it's mm-hmm. just so with iconic. With the big Nazi engineer yeah. dude, just takes his shirt off and like, let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My number one scene this is the greatest scene in Indiana Jones, and I think one of the greatest scenes in movies. Period. Is wow. the was the end of Temple? It, it's not the end of Temple of Doom. No. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah! Like, wait a minute. Yeah. When the British soldiers come in. Yeah, no, it's like, so wild. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> conversation. Great, yeah, great. No, absolutely not. Uh, the last scene, the the scene from uh, Last Crusade, where you have the the contrast between I forget what her name is. Uh, the Elsa. Elsa, yes. Nice. I was going to say Elsa, Ella, but I knew that was wrong. Elsa, where, where the, the grail has fallen into kind of this, this kind of the split as the seal has been crossed. And you see her reaching for it and Indy holding her hand. And then, it's like, she can almost reach it and then falls. And then uh, there's, like, a bit more of an earthquake. And then you can see, and then Indy falls in, and then his dad catches him. And then he is in the exact same predicament, exact same predicament that Elsa was just in. And he just saw her fall to her death. And then he still sees the grail and see, there's this like gleam in his eyes where he's like, I can, I can reach it, dad. I, I, I can reach it. I've almost gotten, you can see him like almost getting his finger on it. And you can see Henry kind of holding him. He's like, give me your other hand, give me your other hand. And then the pause and he just says, Indiana, let it go. And it's the first time he calls him Indiana. He's always called him junior or son. He's never called him Indiana except in that moment. And all of the 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 heart that is there where, where Indy in the my third favorite scene, he is constant like the frustration that Indiana had as a kid is that his he always felt like his dad was putting his work and the grail specifically above his relationship with his family. And finally here, this moment, he puts his son above the grail where he's like I, I care more about my son and my son's safety than I do about getting the grail where he like he gets the grail he, he's like he really they have the grail like he, his life is saved by the grail and yet he values his son more where he's like I, I just spent a lot of time with my son this is what I value more than even having a chance to get the grail and it's a beautiful scene it's beautifully acted it's beautifully shot and then you can just see them right off in the sunset right afterwards it's so the meaning of that scene is just so powerful and it's Again, just really, it's set up really well by the entire scene of them in the hiding place of the Grail. I think is amazing. It's probably my, it's again my favorite part of the franchise. That just that end scene, but specifically the way that he says Indiana, let it go. It's just, it's just, it, you just can't get you just can't get any better than that. And it's makes me sad that they made any more movies after this. But Dolly Dustin's great. Uh, that's all I'll say on that. Um, so I mean, that's a good scene. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Yeah. What? I, Wait, you have a problem with that scene? You have a problem no, no, with it's, it's, just, it's, it's far from the best of the franchise, I think. Opinion. What? Yeah. What? Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's pretty what? far cry from the best. It's not a far cry? Are you kidding me? It's... it's. I, Minecart scene? Better. I think riding a horse, <laughs> riding a horse through a protest... No, you're not doing this Pretty to me right cool, now. actually. Are you trying to get me mad? No. Are you trolling me right? Are you actually trolling me right now? Because you're you're insane. I'm trolling with the protest scene, but like, yeah, yeah okay. It's not the best scene in the franchise. Uh, I, I, Any scene from Raiders better. 
Okay, now you're actually trolling. No, on I'm the, actually no, like, serious. There's a lot of good scenes in Raider. I agree. There's a lot of good scenes in Raiders, but none of them have the emotional depth and payoff that comes from... Yes, I'm talking with my hands because I care a lot about this. Me too. <laughs> what about... The, he the, says the, Indiana for the first time. He has been such an absent, distant father. And the first time he actually calls him by the name that he wants to be called, Indiana. Not... He's, he's much so... Much like Lady Indiana's Bird. a schizophrenic. Much like Ladybird. All right. Not movie I've not seen. <laughs> no, the metaphor of the Nazi getting his head chopped off is a metaphor for the Nazi empire losing to the Allied forces in the fifth one. It's foreshadowing. What? That is so what? deep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think you just dug that out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he's trying to. He is trying to. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you guys are doing this to me. I don't I think it's... Be, I think it's a good I'm scene. I'm actually being serious. I, I think, think it's, it's a very good scene. scene. It's a great scene. Yeah. It's not the best in the franchise. No, nope. I, I, Far from it. Far from uh, it. Yeah. There are several more better. But, like, are we talking about, like, great stunts, great action sequences? Because I, what I'm talking about here is, like... None it were is a you, bit of honey. I was swooning, swooning off of that. Be what? I was swooning off of that scene. Do you, do you care more about the relationship between Indy and Marion, or do you care more about the relationship between Indy and his dad? Oh, Indy and Marion. Marion. For sure. There's uh -oh. like there's uh -oh. like four times more screen what? time. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that any of it's good. It's mostly also good. all like all actually, of it was just disagree. all of it was just like Spielberg being like, "Oh, my relationship with my dad." Which uh, again, which Steven Spielberg which, again. Watching, which watching the Fablemans, I think, adds a lot more depth to that. Where you're like, "This is actually a but lot more." Should have Paul Dano do it's it. Personal, it doesn't need to be there. What are you saying? Directors, movies? I'm quoting you. Directors don't need to make personal stuff. That is not Tell what I said. That's not that's what I said. That's pretty close to what you that said. That's not what I said. I said they shouldn't do that. Leave your personal baggage. But again, that's another that's story. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Last Crusade's about the Grail. I don't care about his dad. Why would I want to see that relationship? That is not what I Checkmate, said. Checkmate, son. Not what I said. That's not pretty, what I said. That's pretty exactly that's what you what said. What I said was. What I said was. He's about to fly. No, that's pretty exactly what off. you said. I said, I, I, I didn't care. I cared about Schwartzman the dad. I didn't care about Schwartzman the actor. And they're two different characters. And they don't. And I don't care. You should make this Indiana Jones slash Asteroid City. <laughs> I cannot believe this. That you're just bringing. No, that's not what I said. No, it's a great scene. It's a great scene. It's not the best one. Oh my gosh. It's an amazing scene. Can I have an honorable mention scene? Yeah. Let's do that. Go ahead. The beginning of Last Crusade where he gets his origin story. Yeah. Like as a Phoenix. teenager. Right. So great. You know, oh, he gets Phoenix. the hat. He gets yeah. his fear of snakes. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved that He gets the scar much. on his face. Yeah, he gets yeah. the scar. It's classic. Yeah. Everyone loved that so much they made a TV show called but, Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, but River River Phoenix wasn't Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, I know. But still cool. <laughs> yeah, no. The uh, I think that, like, that was what I wanted. Like Solo could have just been that. Or it's like like I didn't need a whole movie of Solo, but like that was almost that was better than Solo. That those ten minutes in that movie, hard disagree. Where was Childish Gambino? <laughs> what? I there I, you go. <laughs> I think that that ten minutes at the beginning of Last Crusade sets a much better example of what Indy like who Indy was in an origin story. Way better than the entirety of. Solo. It wasn't an origin story. It's like one scene. Yeah, I know, but it like explains a lot story. about. It's, it's an origin an story. story. Yeah. No, yeah. Not. Explains a lot about who he what is and where he came from. Yeah. It's all this. It talks about how he got. Talks about how he got the whip, yeah. how he got the hat, it's how he got the scar, yeah. how he got interest, how he got his fear of snakes. There's a lot I of was things. Interested in archaeology. Yeah. 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 All of those things. Dad, yeah. 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 Solo does the all lengths that. he was willing yeah, to but go like, to. It, I didn't need like two hours of it, and a lot of it bad. So it's not a lot bad. It's mostly bad. No, it's not. Yeah. This is your crystal skull. This is my crystal. It is your crystal skull. Dark horse. Anyway. I don't have any because all the movies I like are good. So keep no. that in mind. Wow. All, all you like are just widely accessible. All the movies, movies. you've seen. Yeah. yeah. Are good. Yeah. Big asterisk. Honestly, like bigger font than the words. <laughs> <laughs> Big asterisk. I haven't seen that many movies. It's fine. Whatever. But yeah, that scene is fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh, Dave, what was the question that you asked? That oh, we yeah. said? Because you you don't hate Temple of Doom. I yes. mean, you hated it. I, I have an extreme an dislike for yeah, Temple yeah. of Doom. Yeah, um, yeah. You really dislike Temple of Doom, and you absolutely don't think Crystal Skull should exist. Yes. Same for you. I, um, I'm Temple of Doom gets harshed on unnecessarily. Sarah, do you, do you like those two movies? Um, I didn't think that Temple of Doom was a very... It was not an Indiana Jones movie to me. I just... Okay. I thought it wasn't... You're not going to ask her? I, you want me to keep... I was going to let her finish. Yeah, okay. that, that would be nice. Uh, usually he would butt in and be like, what's real Indiana Jones? But you butted in. Anyways. I know. I'm Dave. Um, He's going. In this whole time back. I've been Dave. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Um, yeah, I think that it just wasn't a classic Indiana Jones movie. Okay. That, and so, but anyways, I don't, I don't love it. Um, and I don't love Crystal Skull. I don't think I hate either of them. Okay. But. Um, I would say that this franchise is near perfect because <laughs> of those two, like, because I don't think there's a bad movie. But you guys clearly disagree. Wait, ask them the question that we've talked about. Oh. This is actually a good question. Yeah. What is Indiana Jones? Because if. In, in terms of for. Episode two, oh, episode two, uh, the second movie. The sequ- if the main movie. critique is that it's not true f- to form for indie, what is? Because there's only, had only one been one movie at the time. There's only been 180, 180 and it's also a prequel of, movie. Yeah, it's before the Nazis existed. That's a good question. Um, I think to answer the first question you asked, Sarah, I don't think particularly Indiana Jones is a good franchise. I think that. I think the two. I think there are two movies that are perfect, and I think of them as those two movies that I love. But I don't really think of them as like a franchise as a whole. Okay. Where it's like I just yeah. That that's that's my first question. I think the thing that differs Indiana Jones from other similar kind of characters is that the primary focus is the thing that he is chasing, the thing the thing that he is going after to go and get. And I think Temple, yeah, I think that a lot of it, like a lot of it centers around the, like how much of the, what's, like how much of the, um, of the first and the third movie, so Raiders and Crusade, how much of those is like what they're doing to go get the Grail? What's like, what's important? And the Grail or the the Covenant are the most important things that everything in the movie that they're doing is centering around getting the Grail. Well, Temple of Doom doesn't really feel like that. The quest seems almost accidental. It, yeah, it's totally accidental. Yeah, I mean, it's he like, literally has a plane crash. He has a plane crash, ends up having cult. to save this thing that isn't really understood. He doesn't want to put the stones in a museum. He's not taking them like from he's any younger. bad guys. He's, like, he, sure, he's younger, but the 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 love interest isn't particularly like she sucks. Well, very, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. And I th- and just the and the whole the whole point of the there's no driving thrust for why he's doing that except to I don't know help this this small village honor and glory. Yeah, but like that's not. But that's but that's not the point of Indiana Jones. The point of Indiana Jones is to find They're all artifacts and put them. No, each in movie a is about a different point. First movie is is um is about belief, about believing. They all have so an is the aspect third of movie. so is the third. No, movie. They all have aspect. No, but I would say the third movie is more about his his relationship with his dad. No, but there is a lot of belief. You need sure. to figure no, out no, what. No, no, hundred percent. I'm not disagreeing says, with you. After he gets shot, he says you have to figure you. out what you believe. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but like, anyways. So, but the third movie is more. About like the underlying, the, they use the MacGuffin of the whatever they're finding to explain a theme of what he's struggling with at that moment. Sure. And the Temple of Doom is he's a struggling with honor and glory. He's younger. He's not as 
wildly named at the point. Like, he's pretty well known, but like he's struggling. Like as a young younger person, you're like, you are you're going to struggle with honor and glory. Do you and, think like, that there's honor and glory. do you think there's a perceivable difference between Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom as a character? In Indiana Jones in any other movie. He's still very charismatic and like and quick witted and like I don't like this is the second movie and to say that Indiana Jones is that's not Indiana Jones is kind of wrong, I would say. Because there's only been one movie before it. And okay. there's not a huge canon of who Indiana okay. Jones no, is. I know, but like the difference between him in Temple of Doom or Raider the difference between him in Temple of Doom and him in Raiders or in Last Crusade or in okay. Basic So Last Crusade and Raiders are all during still during World War Two. Sure. And this is way before then. It's not it's, way before. It's like it's like six seven years before then. Okay. So and then there's like I think there's like a four or five years five year age. Exactly. Gap. So like it's still and this movie still way younger. The, these, this franchise is not like it's not intended to be necessarily sequential. Like that's not the way that it was ever pitched or really like talked about. Sure, there, but it's like more, it's much more episodic rather than like I, yeah any kind of ten. And people go through different things at different uh, different episodes episodes of their life. I don't quotation. think that it's the point of I, that is not portrayed at all at any like that's not overt that's not said that's not that's not depicted at all. At how any kind of character depi- development. Depict it. It's just not talked about. Like, like he's never like he's never says this is about honor. And what character is gonna go? Boy, I need some direction in my no, life. No, but like, but the yeah. idea, but the idea. I actually, you're kind of selling me on Temple a little bit. No, because he, he kind of is directionless, and like he's kind of doing whatever, and like making some trouble with the with the yakuza, and like then they crash the plane, and then he's like, well, now that I have this like predicament here. But like he's like, how can but I? It's not about how can I get ahead in it? And he's like, oh, these stones. If I just steal these stones, I get. I will become rich and honor and glory and whatever. And he decides to do what he would do in the in the end and and give it back. He, res- and he then respects it could be easily the artifacts. Abused. So yeah. he, no, doesn't he, no. He but no, he no. He doesn't. He goes to go get those to get the stones in the first place to help he, the village. No, no, it was, not at first. No, he he goes in agreements to help him, but he was gonna steal it. He was gonna keep it for himself. Are you he, sure? He says that. Okay. But then but then once he realizes that it can be abused, like every other artifact in the series, yeah. he has this oughtness about like needing to get it to keep the bad guys away from it. And then he even goes a step further and rather than being imperialist and bringing it back to the British Museum or whatever he was, he Boston, gives it back to the village. He gives it back to the the people. So I mean in a sense, Temple of Doom establishes his like motive and his kind of impetus for what he does and why he does it. I kind of actually get that. Yeah, but there's also a dark. There's a lot more of a it's dark. Dark, but it's a yeah. second sure. movie. Like, what does like, what does that mean? Like, it's just, like there's no. You don't have anything to more to go off of. Of this is a darker movie. Like TV shows do it. Like, well, no, there's, there are darker. There are darker moments in a person's life. Like, yeah. Like, See, also, like, Indiana Jones is is so clearly an adventure movie, and it's he's gonna have different adventures other than a Eurocentric adventure. Like all of his movies are very like. That's why I liked also Crystal Skull and uh, Crystal Skull because it was not. A Eurocentric. It was. It was very American. Uh, South, South. See, American. but I don't need. I don't know why the the non-Eurocentric has to be super dark and like has to do with like child slavery and like the parts of Temple of Doom. Part of the reasons I don't like. One of the reasons I don't like it is that like it's really dark and and like pretty offensive in the way that it is dark. Mm. Where it's like okay, the like I mean like come on like it's disturbing and offensive the, or the, different. The, the worst thing the Nazi the worst what's the worst thing the Nazis do? They kidnap innocent people. They don't show wait any, in the we, movie. Can you say that back? Sorry, the worst thing the Nazis do in the movie. Well, we all know how bad they are. Sure, like, yeah, it's kind of shown. We kind of know how bad the Nazis are. Sure, yeah, are. of course. The everyone Nazis knows what the, Spielberg who made it. Everyone knows yeah, what yeah. a swastika <laughs> is. It's, it's definitely they're, they're definitely the worst. No, that also like, actually tracks because everyone knows what a swastika is. Not everybody knows who this guy is who's trying to get. Also, like you say, you say like the dinner scene. A lot of that's on screen. The dinner scene in the and it is like oh this is traditional Indian food and it's like weird stuff it's really and yeah. I get it but it's like but if you keep watching the movie they were clearly the bad guys 
it was trying to, it, it's very clearly trying to insert something that something's not right in, sure. in this, in this uh, kingdom or whatever. Yeah, but like it's. And so if you want to apply that, oh yeah, the bad guys is my culture. Yeah, I, I, no, like, that's like, a bad reading of the movie. No, but like the the idea that like they show that and then they go into the like the child slavery bit and then who saves the day? But the British colonialists, those are the people that save the day. But like it's just like his, like they it's they, historical. They depi- they depict the only the, the way that they de- depict the the Indians the native the, the native people that live there either super poor and destitute or eating bugs and enslaving children. Those are the only pe- that's the only yeah, way those people so are depicted. Yeah, but that's so black and white of being like, oh yeah, these are the only ways they're going to depict it. So it's that. Yeah, like, but like that, but that's bad. That's not. That's not. I, that's I agree a, with that's what he's highly. Saying, though, that's has, offensive. That's incredibly that's offensive. No, I agree with what Dave's saying. Where it has to establish like you. There's no need to establish. Maybe been infected with the woke mind virus, but like that's honestly yeah, like, yeah, clearly yeah. You have. I, no, I bet it's just like that. That it made me feel gross. I was like, ugh, this is not what I wanted. This is not. This is not the joy of the first like the. Any no, of the but, other movies. But like to Dave's point, it does establish like and a need Raiders for how bad. Isn't West. Hold on, like hold on. Yeah, it does establish how bad they are. Like you don't need to say, "Hey, Nazis, what's wrong with them?" Everyone knows what sure. a swastika is and what that yeah, stands yeah. for. In, yeah. On down. Yeah. You don't necessarily know. Oh, so that this village, but like there's also a castle, and like they're there, and what are they here to do? And like who are these people? There kind of needs to be some more fleshing out and building out of like why exactly they're so bad. Why he wants to keep Molaram away from the stones. Why he needs to be there to like but, do but, what he does. But the same is true. Like you don't need that because you have like in the beginning part of Temple of Doom, you're you're fighting the 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 yakuza or whatever. Yeah. No, whatever it's, it's a Chinese gang, but yeah. yeah, it's a Chinese gang. Whatever. I did not need them to be shown eating, you know, beating hearts for men to think, That's hey, they're the, the bad Chinese guys. Gang. No, uh, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's like I didn't need that. I could tell. Hey, these are the bad guys. I didn't need to know. Well, they're also, so much smaller of a story. Like they I just know, get but it like, going. But yeah, but like I believe that that they were the bad guys, and I know I didn't need to see all of the like kind of ritual darkness about like, and also like child slavery, really dark. I that's not like I don't want to see that. And like ultimately, these are like. But it's it's so triumphant when they all le- like when they all get yeah. out. C- congrats. That's such a, it's a, yeah, congrats. Yeah, but like it's still all... pretty dark and disturbing, and it's like that's if. Like that's not what I want. That's not in, and it definitely is a fish out of water. And every other Indiana Jones movie does not have that. It sticks out even further. Yeah, that's more what I meant by it's not Indiana Jones movie. It, the, yeah, the tone it's, is. I think I think the canon of every other Indiana Jones movie shows that like, hey, we tried this. This didn't work. We're never gonna do it again. And Spielberg's acknowledged that. Where Spielberg was like, I was in a dark place with this movie. I'm I'm not really big fan of how it turned out. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, I want I want more movies like Temple of Doom, where he goes to like remote locations and like. And goes through like because that's more adventure. Yeah, it's more it adventure. Like oh, the classic like they might as well have thrown Sir Arthur's like sword in the stone in there. Like yeah. the classic like European British adventurer. Yeah, like and you say, very Judeo Christian. Exactly, like, the Raiders. You say it's like it takes place in like the, the, the Middle West, Middle East. Yeah, yeah. But like Middle East, Middle East, not not, not Kansas, not yeah. <laughs> it takes place in Kansas. Um, but it takes place in the Middle East. But it's very still very Christian, Judeo Christian. Well, no, but the things. but the first part of the movie it's in South and America. And it's about Europe. Yeah, but that's... The opening scenes in South Africa. Like, so, like... For, like, five minutes. Great. No, but, like... Yeah, I, but that's not the movie, right? The, the, that's, like... That doesn't really... Sh- is part of the movie. That's the show in Indiana yeah, Jones and okay. how adventurous he sure. is. But, like, if that was a whole movie where they're in South America, I would love that. I... Here's the deal. I understand that, but the problem is, is that neither two nor four were good. So, like, that's the problem. It's, like, maybe it's Spielberg's fault that he can't make a good movie I don't think you can say that two wasn't good. I think you can say that, like, two wasn't to your, your taste. taste. No, two's... No, two is not a bad movie. Like it's not poorly made. I think I, no, it's not poorly made. But I just like a lot of it was pan, it was panned considerably. And I think they were like, and but things 
Yeah. It was not received well at the time. I'm in like like so that's that's my thing where it's like it was not received well. I think a lot of people don't like it compared to one or three. No one's saying out of your saying Temple of Doom is a perfect movie. No, no one's saying no one's no, ever. I think a lot of people don't like Temple of Doom. I don't think that's a necessarily think that they uncommon thing. Grow up and like it. I don't think it has anything fight, to do with fight, fight. <laughs> I don't think they have anything to do with growing up. Like it's, it's just a like joke. It's a joke. Okay, well, I just like there's a lot of like it's or you can grow up and like dark stuff. But Dave whatever. actually really did a good job convincing me about Temple of Doom. Great, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. I got yeah, one you person. Weak willed. <laughs> no, wow. First off, wow. Second off, no. There is like I'm joking. It makes that was a joke. If he's he's just pretty one dimensional. If you take out Temple of Doom, right? It's like Last Crusade does do some good character yeah. building, but if. Like it's still just like, like you said, it's still just like the Judeo-Christian adventures of like, we're in Europe slash Middle East. That's it. There's more to the world. I'm not There's saying more that, artifacts I'm not to saying discover. That, yeah, than just, no, and I, I totally agree that like, if they had made five more Indiana Jones movies and they would have been good, I would have been a big fan of those. But like, the right. idea that, like, the idea, I'm, it's not my fault that the movies that he made that were not Judeo-Christian centered weren't good. Like, or like, that's, that's but my you didn't like those movies. I don't know. Maybe four seems was like not good. Four was not good. Four was oh really not good. Yeah. Okay, but it's difference of opinion. It's just it's. <laughs> if we it's just if what Sarah, we're, Sarah, what we're looking for, ref. Sarah's got to go. Yeah. What we're looking for out of the movie. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm just saying. Sarah's got homework later or something. Kind of homework. Just don't be able to fall asleep. <laughs> all right. We're yelling. I don't think they'll fall asleep. Definitely not. Definitely not. I could I could do this all day. Nice. All right, and with that, we will uh, bring this long podcast to an end. Uh, thank you to uh, Sarah for being our guest on the podcast. Anytime. Um, third time's the charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to, or technically, I don't know, if, I don't know if we're counting. Third and a half. Third and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Dave for producing us, and uh, thank you to uh, also Dave for returning my car in one piece. We appreciate that. Uh, I don't know who else to thank. Um, I ran out of ideas. Um, I'm still. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. We will catch you next time.